McLeod, uh, welcome to Edmonton. Um, first off, tell me how this deal came together and why you and the Elks was a good mix. There's a lot of factors that came into it, I think, um, more than you maybe can name in one answer. But uh, uh, Jerry Jackson is a huge reason for that. Marcus Howell is a huge reason. Um, speaking with G. Roy Simon and having those conversations is a huge reason. Coach Jones is a huge reason. Um, Trey Ford is a huge reason. Huge reason. Uh, the, the roster that's been built um, – in that on that team is a huge reason um the it's it's uh, opportunity to play football again you know um my, my family and football are the two things that that kind of lead all my decisions um coming down the stage last year was great for my family and having them close um unfortunately the the, the pay salary didn't didn't change down here in that league um, and other opportunities didn't pop up and so it was possible with conversations with my family uh, to make a, a CFL push again, and, and Edmonton was a place that felt like home. Um, and it's a place that we we can go chase a great cup. Uh, you know, you know, when you have players like Gina Lewis and 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 the talented uh, Stephen oh, yeah. Core, et cetera, um, it, it's an exciting place to to go chase a ring. Uh, tell me about your year last year in the USFL. Maybe a little bit on on why you went that route for a year and why you decided to uh, to come back. Um, there's two reasons is, is football and family. Like, like I just said in the last, uh, um, answer, it, it, it was closer to home. Uh, my, my wife was working on a production there in Atlanta. Um, it was an opportunity to, to chase an NFL dream that, that, um, has, has been along in the making. I spent six years in the NFL before I ever got to the CFL. So, um, it was an opportunity to expose myself to some great experiences there, uh, play for a good organization and a good coach there and, and meet some really great people. Um, and do it closer to home. So I know my football journey is not over. Um, and I never, even last year when I was leaving, I knew my CFL journey wasn't over. Um, it just wasn't available for last year. So I'm very excited about this year and, and these 18 games, hopefully 21 games going forward uh, as an Edmonton Elk. And, and that's what my focus is on. How did some of those NFL conversations go? Was it ever close to you getting in a building or signing a contract or anything like that? Oh, yeah, very close. Very close. And those conversations are still there. They still... Um, uh, I, I, multiple teams are very interested. Uh, um, it, it's uh, with the NFL experience. There's so many facets that I could talk about. Um, the age is a big factor in the NFL building right now because uh, GMs are very uh, worried about protecting their job because it's a it's an often a year to year job and they're protecting their interests. So for them to invest in a in an older player rather than trying to develop a 22 year old that that is not at the same level. Um, they don't see that as viable. So there's a thousand reasons why it didn't work out. Um, I would wanted to go into an NFL opportunity to play. Um, I wasn't looking just to be on a roster. So um, there were opportunities to go places and, and to sign deals, but it was kind of a dead end rather than playing the game of football. I only have so many years playing. So that didn't manifest where a team was ready to invest in something um, that they saw as, as an elder statesman now, I guess. Um, so none of those worked out and, and there's still great conversations and I still have a lot of connections and, and a lot of places to go post career um, and still, you know, doors that are open, but it didn't work out this last year. And that was really frustrating. But what I can only concentrate is what's in front of me. And that's that's an Edmonton season. And I'm really excited to get going. When you say dead end in reference to the NFL, do you mean like there are opportunities there to be a backup or join the practice roster? Yeah, a lot of practice roster stuff. You know, it makes sense to be a, a to have a, a veteran when I left the NFL, um, um, I, I came up to Canada because they had a rule that you only had a certain amount of practice squad eligibility left. So I was ran out of practice squad eligibility. So that's why I came to the CFL in the begin with is is because I, I didn't have a space 
Um, and so to go back down there to be back on a practice roster, practice roster just didn't make that much sense. So um, I wanted to be in a position where I could actually play. And, and the only thing left on my resume I feel left is a, is a Super Bowl. So that's still something that, that I wanted to chase and wanted to go get. But it didn't it didn't manifest. And what I want to talk about and focus on is, is the season in front of me and, and how thankful I am for the Edmonton investing in me. And, and I'm thankful for the CFL as a league and. And I, I, like I always do, I want to treat the game right. I, I love the CFL game. I love the CFL culture. I love the CFL players. Um, and I will bring my all to it, and I, and I promise to make it a better league. One more, and then I'll let the other guys jump in. But I think when you left the CFL, you said that you'd only ever want to play for the Argos. How did that change in your mind? Well, I mean, I, the Argos are great. I love the Argos. I still love the Argos. Obviously, that's, that organization is in a different place. And what an amazing year they had last year. And it was so cool to watch from afar, almost as a fan. So that organization is in a different place. And, and I'm happy to have been a part of that. Like, you know, look what they've built. Look what they've what they've turned into, uh, what we've turned. We, we turned. I was part of that as well, you know. So um, that organization is just in a different space. So um, I'm happy to go to Edmonton and, and build something there. And, and with the, the young talent that's on that roster, it truly could be something that's sustainable for the long term. And that's something I feel like I'm well equipped to, to build. You kind of touched on this already, but uh, the Elks have obviously missed the playoffs here for a number of years. Do you feel like you can come in and help this team get into the playoffs next season? Absolutely. Absolutely. We're, we're a great cup that's our focus that's why you start every season is to shoot for the top and and with the roster that's been built there um and the coaching staff that's already in place uh we're in position to do that and that's one of the beautiful thing beautiful things about the cfl game is teams have often gone from from not very good records to very good records to contenders um and you see that happening on a year in and year out basis so that's part of the exciting part about the cfl and and with the the people that are in that building at edmonton um i think we're in position to do that and i'm excited to build that brick by brick and it takes one moment at a time and one day at a time. And so just focusing on, on what I can do today to, to build that long-term dream. And uh, last question for me, winning the Grey Cup in 2022, how much does that help you in terms of coming into this organization and trying to get them to the same spot? It's huge. You know, you understand the the uh, marathon that it is to, to win a CFL Grey Cup. It, it's not an easy journey. Um, and, it's, and it's one that you have to be – playing your best ball and have the momentum late in the year. You know, you saw that late last year with, with who won that great cup and, and how they did it. And um, it is a marathon. It is a long journey and just having experience uh, being on two great cup, you know, championship teams and two very different experiences and two di very different seasons. Um, you know, the ingredients that it takes to, to build that recipe and, and how that, that stew needs to be marinating for months and months at a time and how many so many eyes and so many so much blood sweat and tears need to pour into that soup and it needs to work for months and months at a time before you can come to fruition to be to call yourself champions your familiarity with uh, some of the coaches especially uh, your offensive coordinator Jarius Jackson uh, from your time in 21 with the Argos and um, what you see from him that you think excites you about uh, about you know playing for him and playing for this offense yeah, he was a huge catalyst, probably the catalyst to, to kind of initiate this whole process is because of our time in Toronto together. And we, we became really close and, and we worked well with each other and iron sharpens iron. You know, we know that we can uh, depend on each other. We can lean on each other, but we also can challenge each other, too. Um, and we're really excited for that. He knows that Jarius knows he can coach me really, really, really hard. And he, he expects an elite, elite level play. And I'm going to give him that elite level play on a, on a, a down in, down out basis. So that 
that relationship was huge. Um, I'm very excited for all the things he brings to it. I mean, he played the game at a high level, and, and so he understands what it takes from a player's perspective. Um, and now he's coaching at a high level. So um, he has that experience as well. And same with I mean, Coach Howell as well. You know, he played it at a high level and is now coaching. So there's a lot of really amazing coaches in that building. Um, and I'm excited to, to get on board and, and to build a, build a championship uh, run. When you look at the uh, playmakers on offense, you know, Kevin Brown's your running back, and you got Geno Lewis and Dylan Mitchell at re- as receivers, Gavin Cobb's a young Canadian. Uh, as a quarterback, how does that help you, especially someone like Geno who always says, I'm a 90-10 guy, I'm not a 50-50 guy? <laughs> because he is, and he, he's not lying when he says that. So uh, Geno's an unbelievable playmaker. He's proved to be one of the elite playmakers in this league for a long, long time. I've always wanted to to be on the same team with him. I see him make those amazing catches. Um, and it's always been something like, man, I would love to, I love to throw the ball to that guy. So, but there's weapons all across board to what you, you alluded to into it's of, you know, running back position, D Mitch, um, um, there's, there's players, you know, and, and, and I wouldn't be going to a roster that felt like it was a rebuild. This, this is a roster prime to, to be a threat and to be a, a, a really good team in this league. What sort of mentorship can you offer a young guy like Trey Ford? I'm very excited to work with Trey. Uh, I spoke with him earlier this morning. Um, and obviously, you know, I, I again give him space to, to express his disappointment. You know, obviously he's playing to play this year and, and he will play in this league for a long, long time. Um, and I want to cultivate that relationship very purposely. Um, and I want to give him everything I possibly can. Um, you see the magic. Uh, you see what he can do um, off script. You know, and, and so it's it's about me helping him build a script on a, on a play-to-play basis so he has something to fall back to. Um, and, a, and a process to go through on a play-in, play-out basis. Um, and then when, when things do break down, he can, he can do his magic and do the off-script stuff um, at a high, high level. So very excited to work with him, uh, very excited to turn him into an even better player than he already is um, and give him that structure that he hasn't had yet. You know, he hasn't had a veteran yet to, to kind of show him the ropes, and, and he's done so well um, just off natural ability and I'm so excited to get in the building with him and, and pick his brain and, and, and see how he sees the game and, and how I can help. And I made a thousand mistakes. So hopefully, you know, about maybe half of those he, he doesn't have to make and he can kind of skip some steps and, and get ahead of the, of the game because he's going to be a great player in this league for a long time. McLeod, can you see a lot of, can you draw a parallel between this situation and, and you and Chad in 2022? Sure. I mean, I think in hindsight, maybe you can. Uh, this is a little bit different situation because Trey has played and he's been in yeah. the league. You know, Chad Chad wasn't in the league, so he was a bit of a more of an unknown. Uh, but it was great to see Chad have the year he had last year. Um, and I felt, you know, prideful in, in watching him play and, and operate at the level that he did. Um, and so you even maybe even ahead of the curve, even more with, with a, a guy like Trey. Um, so how can I kind of see how he's seeing the game first and then be like, Oh, let's, let's see it this way. Or, or this is an advantage. If you see this guy here, this is going to take you to a different position. So um, very excited to, to give him everything I possibly can. Um, and you see that as a recipe. I mean, to be honest, like uh, the, the Patrick Mahomes of the, of the world or the Aaron Rodgers is, or, or all, even the guys in the CFL, Trevor Harris, you know, all, all the guys that, that sat behind a veteran for a, a year or two to saw it, how he, he saws it and said, and, and they can see the mistakes and see how to correct them. And they called it, that's how you build a championship quarterback. Um, and I'm excited to be that for, for Trey so that he can be on a solid footing. He can have clear eyes. He can have an open heart 
to go attack the rest of his career and be a dynamic player in this league for a long time. Cloud, I'm curious, what other CFL teams were in the mix pushing to assign you? Yeah, there were a number. There were a number. I don't want to name them to throw anybody in bus because it's behind. It's water under the bridge. But there were a couple, and 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 Edmonton ended up coming the hardest and the strongest, and it, it felt the most uh, comfortable and made the most sense. So uh, that's where I am now. But I was I was very uh, grateful to have the the interest that I had and and um, talking with the you know with the personnel people across the league, it, it warmed my heart to, to hear the respect that, that the league had for me. Um, Cause I have been through the trials, you know, and I, and I feel like I did it the right way. And I feel like I built this thing the right way. So it, it felt really good to, to hear the respect of, uh, I had across the league and the interest I had. And um, I hope to continue to that until treat the game right and, and play it the right way and give it everything I have and, and build something special here in Edmonton that, that will continue the legacy. You mentioned off, I think, your first answer, Trey being one of the reasons that you signed with Edmonton. And I don't know if you've kind of already answered this already, but why was he one of those reasons? Well, that's what that's what you need in a in a in a championship team, right? Or that's what you do as a as a as a leader, as a quarterback, as as a mentor, is you you make it sustainable. Um um, you build a culture that that can go on beyond you and, and it can be held up by someone else after you're done, you know. And so um, to see if, if Trey's that guy that can that can lead a, a franchise and how I can feed into him. And, and when you see a young player that that has that kind of magic, uh, but is maybe, you know, a little inexperienced or, or makes some things, it's like, oh, how can I help that? You know, how can I make this league a better league? There there's so many people. Uh, that tr- they're trying to tear down the CFL, and I just think it's such a beautiful league, and and I see Trey as as one of the factors uh, as a as the future of this. So how can I get in there and 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 have a positive impact and, and make this league a better place when I'm done uh, for for the players behind me? Because I'm so grateful for this league and and what it's provided for my career, and and by no doubt do I think I'm the guy to lead this team to a great cup. But it's also about a sustaining legacy and and something that um, how can I help this kid be be a better player on the flip side. How long do you personally plan to play in the CFL or professionally? Uh, you know, you're challenging my ego there. Until, until they rip the cleats from my body, I think I could play forever. But that's the craziness in me. So I haven't decided that. It's it's very much a family decision. Uh, that's based on, on, on my family dynamic and my structure. And and uh, that was the reason why I didn't play in the CFL last year. So um, that's all, all dependent on our circumstances outside of the football game. But in terms of my body and my structure, I feel like I could play uh, till I'm 50. But, you know, that's the crazy man talking.